dogs welcome back to the fucking show um i've been planning this one in the old noodle anyway for a couple weeks here uh there's no script as we can probably tell right out of gate but yes this is something i have been thinking of for a little bit here anyway um and we'll get we'll get to that i don't want to blow my load here right in the first fucking two minutes so how are we all doing? That's good. It's good to hear. I'm glad you guys are good. Um, <laughs> which, okay, <clears throat> let's do a little housekeeping first. Where am I at? Because uh, while this this podcast is, it, it is, you know what, too, this is an entirely sober one. Um, just a little too early to start drinking, and I just. I had to get it done because it's, I've sat down twice this weekend to try and record something and booted everything up, auditions open, ready to go, the roadcaster's on, everything's set up, and I'll sit there for about 10 minutes and then I just quietly turn everything off. So um, I just want <clears throat> to get some kind of track laid down and then it can just stop being this nagging urge in my mind, but... Um, where am I at? Because while this whole like show is about me and my fucking problems, <laughs> um, I don't know that we, we haven't done a state of the onion here in a little bit. So, and this kind of comes to mind because I was talking to the Frenchman last week and we hadn't talked in a little bit and he just kind of, he looked at me and he just said, you know, like, how you doing, buddy? And I was like, I'm good. And he was like, are you good? Or are you like, oh, I'm good. And I was like, fuck you, man. First of all, <laughs> you can't, I can't just be good despite everything else, like tomato potato, I guess. But <sighs> but yeah, we're good. They're last week's episode last week the last episode was kind of a spooky dooky though a little bit wasn't it like it's very odd to listen to and hear me talking about uh tarot and all that new age fuckery and it has not stopped by the way um tiktok just continues to serve me uh card readings from 50 different mystics then I'll say the same thing. So I really am choosing to chalk this up to the algorithm and not putting too much stock in it because I just don't want to get my hopes up about something that is just an algorithm having figured me out, right? But it is nice to have a little bit of hope anyway, thinking that something may come of that. But And then <laughs> the funny thing is... Um, I just, I say that, that I don't want to get my hopes up and that it's just the algorithm. I literally got one the other day that was like, 
If you think this is the fucking algorithm, just believe in magic a little bit. Because you never know. It could just be meant for you. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> How fucking dare you? <laughs> so, speaking of last episode and uh, just tarot in general, we do have a little little follow-up about that. Um, so, Scotty had gone and listened to it, and then we were just yarning about it. I worked the one day and he said, uh, you know, I, I think you're wrong. I don't think it's April who this is all about. And I, my curiosity is peaked, obviously, because like I said, I did really like rack my brains here to try and find anyone who fit besides her. And May was really the only candidate that came to mind. And, you know, January fits in some ways, but... Boy, howdy, if it was January, she'd be in for a rude awakening if she reached out to me with an apology and uh, an offer of wanting to get back together, let me fucking tell you. Um, But, yeah, Scotty had a theory that it's not April, it's not May, it's not January, it's Carl. And I had a good chuckle at first because I was like, oh, you know, I never really considered that. And then I kind of looked at him and I was like, but it's not her, it can't be her. And he said, you know, from everything you said, it sure sounds like it could be her. And I said, well, I didn't go through everything that it says and all these readings and this, that and the other. Like, it doesn't fit her super well. And even if it was her, if it was a tarot reading that brought us together like that, uh, she would have some serious fucking issues with that. So that alone is enough to make me think like, oh, it's not Carl. And then, you know. It would, I don't know how to say this without kind of sounding mean, but like it would be nice if it was someone like Carl, but at the same time, like, and this is what I told Scotty, like, that's not how I want to, I want to live my life anymore. That kind of relationship um, is not what I'm looking for. A super Christian relationship is just not what I'm seeking. And I'm not going to get like too deep into the weeds here because we all know what I am looking for and this, that, and the other. But uh, <clears throat> it's a, it's an interesting thought. And it's cool to get like an outside perspective too because I, n- I never would have even considered Carl just based on what um, was the, the content of, of these card draws and shit. It was, it was, it really, t- in my mind, could only be April or May. And, May's like a a far second just because it doesn't fit that well to her. But it pretty well fits. I don't know. It doesn't matter, right? Like you have to suspend your disbelief quite a bit to to buy into this. And I can see like why people get so wrapped up in this stuff and like put so much stock in these things because – I, I've had to start like skipping them, right? Because they're all saying the same thing. And I'm like, okay, well, this is obviously the algorithm, like figuring out that I'm engaging, like I said, with these posts. But um, that kind of, uh, and this is not liquor, this is iced coffee because your girl, your boy's a fucking bougie bitch. Um, yeah, I can definitely see how people can get like so into this because what I was what I'm hearing from the all these is 
like I said, it's it's confirmation bias, and it's exactly what I want to hear, and it's exactly the situation I'm looking for. So it would be real easy to turn off the like logical part of my brain and just watch these and just go, well, I just have to wait now and do nothing because the cards have decreed that you know April's coming back. And there is a little part of me that believes it and not solely because of all these TikTok things. It's just a feeling I have um, that, and I kind of touched on this, I feel, I think in the last episode, but like, I just have this like gut feeling that something is coming. It's just this like suspense I can feel around me and I'm just in the waiting period right now and something is coming and I don't know what, but I'm hoping it's good. I'm hoping that like some good things are coming because, you know, I really finally am in a place where I feel good about myself and I feel confident and, you know, things are looking up at work. I have a a new kind of challenging opportunity coming down the pipe that I'm actually really looking forward to. And, you know, it's nice to feel like, you know, well, finally some good things are coming my way. And, Are they coming my way just because, you know, I've I've changed my outlook and I'm choosing to look at the world now a little more positively and not so negatively where before I would be like this opportunity at work, it would I would have gone kicking and screaming and fought every step of the way to to not be involved with this. And this time around, they came to me and they just kind of I'm getting dragged back into leadership, sort of. Um. We have a job that's four six-story towers, uh, condo building, apartments, something, with a community center in the middle. And they've tapped me to run two of the towers, and they'll get another guy to run two, the other two towers. And then Scotty will oversee the whole kit and caboodle, all four buildings in the community center. So that is going to be my home for the next two or three years, I think. And whereas... I know on this very podcast, I've sat down and said, like, leadership is not for me, like, especially the way my company does it. There's no support. There's no, like, real incentives beyond the vehicle and your gas being paid for. And this time around, they, I was apprehensive, obviously, just because of past experiences with the leadership. But, you know, my dad came down and we chatted about it. And I just, I'm feeling optimistic about it. I feel like it's going to be good and I want to do a good job for Scotty and I want not for the company like who gives a fuck but Scotty is my buddy and if I can make his life a little less stressful and a little easier then that's something I'm more than happy to try and do anyway I'm sure it'll be uh there'll be some growing pains and some ups and downs and you know everything it's all learning which is what I like to kind of strive to do so that is going to be very interesting, and that is starting soon.tm. Who knows when, right? But So for now, I'm just living in Dre's back pocket, helping him out as much as I can. But um, yeah, I don't know. Life is good, right? And like learn it, we're learning to be alone, and it's going fairly well because we're not starting from zero here, right? Like even after April and I had ended things and I was careening my way through the dating pool 
that whole time, even when I was, you know, with Autumn and New Girl and things were pseudo good, I still felt very, very alone. I never felt supported, which you would want from a partner. And I never really felt like it was kind of this team thing, right? Which like it and uh, that's not really fair to say just because of how short both of these relationships were. But like in in my gut, I could feel that like, oh, this ain't it. And that's been everyone since April. And we've talked about this uh, in a roundabout way because I just kept cutting all the episodes where I said what I meant but in it was a it was a gut intuition feeling I had that like this ain't it sorry um, and it was a cycle I had to repeat before I finally had enough and I realized like no one is going to be it until you sort yourself out because you're not going to find what you're looking for if you just keep doing it this way so that's why all our dating, my dating apps are deleted now. All my profiles are on pause. Um, and I'm just kind of, you know, coasting through doing me, being, figuring myself out. And I've come fairly, very far from where I started. And this is kind of the last hurdle, right? It's this like ins- insane need I have to have a partner and just be with somebody. And I've just never really been okay with being alone so that's what that's like the last big hurdle I feel beyond all this like parental damage and shit I have to deal with there which is its own bag of worms and I need to uh, get a little more financially back on track before I can really fully re-engage with therapy here and you know I I just didn't see the point of carrying on with therapy when all I really want to talk about is April and it's just not serving me to sit for an hour a week and pay for it to talk to somebody about like just that whole situation it just serves no one so for now I'm doing the work myself because it's been a rough start to the year uh, financially, <laughs> turns out missing a bunch of time will will do that to you. Shock, horror. Um, but we're back on track now. But uh, so yeah, this was the last like big hurdle in my mind is is um, is being okay with not being with somebody. Just just being okay being single, and it's a good little lesson to learn, I guess, because the last time I really was single, uh, was when I was, like I said, I was 18 to 25. And that whole time I was just mad at the world. And I was mad that nobody loved me and nobody wanted to be with me. And, um, it wasn't fair in my mind and I deserved so much more than I was getting and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, at now, I'm an old man, right? And we can kind of... Sorry, I'm fucking with the mics here. I'm old now, and I can't... Well, old is a relative term, but I feel old some days. Um, so that whole time, like those seven years or whatever, I, I wasn't really doing the work on myself because I was 18 to 25. I was a fucking moron. Um, and I was getting shit-faced every night, and I was out at the bar and just mad at the world and it just got me nowhere fast so now 
I'm older and more tired and <laughs> I just don't have the patience anymore for any kind of tomfuckery. So I really, for a long time, and this comes from being probably with January for 10 years in that I got comfortable being in a relationship and comfortable having a, that, that kind of level of support from someone that what little she gave to me, but um, I got very comfortable just having that around and I panicked when it got taken away and that's why I worked so hard to be dating afterwards just so that I wouldn't have to be alone with a thought and I wouldn't have to be alone basically and here we are now right and I'm more than content to just be by myself and do my own thing and live my own little life and it's not the end of the world really it did it's not so scary. I don't know what I was so fucking scared of the whole time. So it's funny. I've always, you always hear that like old cliche, like how can you love someone if you don't love yourself? And I was just kind of scoffed and rolled my eyes, but I, it's true to a degree in that like I definitely didn't like myself and didn't like being alone and didn't like having to think my own thoughts. So I would distract myself with people and now I don't really have a choice. Like I could easily get back on the dating apps and find somebody and, you know, restart this whole cycle over, but it's just not worth it to me to be hurting people like that. So we are taking this time to love ourselves <laughs> as gay as that is. And I don't know, it's fine. You know, I just, I do whatever I want. I'm just catching up on, backlog stuff books video games tv shows blah 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 getting out for walks when the weather permits again because i put i'm getting fat so um and apparently diving into the deep dark mysteries of tarot so <laughs> who knew who who i did if i had a bingo card for what this year would bring uh becoming fascinated by tarot and card reading wasn't would not be on it <laughs> so um and just in the sense of like, you know, full transparency, because I have no secrets from you, the podcast, I did book a, uh, bah, 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 what would you call it? Like a private reading with some local girl I found on Instagram. And it was not like, it was like 20 bucks. So if it's a big nothing burger, well, in the grand scheme of things, I'm not 20 bucks. He gives a fuck. So I'm just curious what the results of that will be, because I had been talking to I actually reached out to May and because she's the only one I know who's into this kind of shit. And I was like, hey, uh, I'm getting all these card reading TikToks that are seemingly very accurate to my life. Do you think there's any validity to them? And she just said, you know, it could be just the universe trying to tell you something. But at the same time, for like a really accurate, and I put that in air quotes, reading, it would have to be one on one. So I kind of hunted around. I found this girl that I liked and... I don't know. I'm just waiting for her to get back to me now. Uh, and I'm I'm just curious what she'll come up with. But I am i don't know that I'd put that much stock in it either way. But it'll be interesting. I, I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is definitely if you told me last year that I would be paying for uh, tarot card reading, I would have laughed in your fucking face and called you a liar. So <laughs> funny how time and uh our our hearts change us i guess but uh 
Which, you know what? There you go. I was trying to figure out a nice way to segue nicely to this next thing that I wanted to talk about. But, um, you know, I've been thinking a little bit lately about these feelings that I have for April and the strength of them and how it's not going away. And like the title of last the last episode was The Strength of Your Faith. Well, it's kind of a double entendre in a weird way because it was about like the strength of my faith in Jesus, if I'd even be so willing to consider New Age as a something to put stock in. But it's also, and here's where I feel like I should have done a little script, but like this, I don't know what to call it because it's not like strength of character or anything, but like the mental fortitude to believe in something like this when everyone around you is telling you that you're an insane person is significant because the Frenchman and Scotty and everyone I know, when I tell them why I've quit dating and why I, why nothing worked out in the last couple of months, they all look at me and they all just say like, you have to get over it, man. You have to let it go. And I just have to look at them and say, no, I don't. I, I have faith that it's not done. And I have faith that that was not the ending. And I have faith that there is more in our story than just that. And it is very disheartening when your best friends tell you basically that you're being a fucking idiot. It really kind of hurts. <laughs> this hurts the hurts the insidey parts for lack of a better term, but you know, there's no way that I could explain this to any of these guys because we approach the world with different mindsets. I am I feel a much more emotional person than a lot of these guys in my life. And I, I put a lot more stock in emotions and not as much in logic. And which is not to say that I'm not logical, but I do have a f- a flights of whimsy about me sometimes. So to look at all these guys in my life who are just so straightforward and black and white and logical and tell them that there is no, I have no reason to believe that any of this is true. It I I could be nothing. But in my gut, I feel that I just have to have faith and it'll be on me if I'm wrong and I look like a fucking idiot. And you know what, if I am wrong, it's not a loss at all because I got time to be by myself and to figure myself out and to learn about myself and work on a lot of the things that I needed to work on by being alone. So it's not a loss by any stretch of the imagination, but to look at these guys who just don't see the world the way that I do and say, I have faith that there is something more coming and you can't take that away from me and you can't talk me out of it is difficult, (laughs) I guess we'll say. And, you know, for the most part, I've stopped bringing it up around these guys just because I get the same stock answer from all of them. Or I get the same answer. I get the answer that I would expect from from each of them. 
uh, you know, so, and you know, like I saw the Frenchman on the weekend and we were just chatting or whatever. And then I was leaving and he was like, you know, you know, like have a good day, whatever, what are you going to get up to? And I just said, I'm going to sit and stare at my phone and wait for April to text me. <laughs> and I was joking. Like, that's not what I did. <laughs> I did go out and live my life yesterday, but he just flipped me off and said, you fucking cock licker. Like you just had to bring it up. Eh? You couldn't just not bring her up once. So, and then here we go with the confirmation bias again, but that's in a lot of these readings, right? Is that there is a sense that no one will approve, which is very true because none of my buddies would approve of this just based on what they know about how it ended. And I, I played things pretty close to the chest. I said, realizing I did an entire podcast about our falling out, but <laughs> for the most part, like your average acquaintance in my life has no idea. They just, blah blah blah. they don't know anything because i don't really talk to anybody so and it was very refreshing actually to have be able to talk to dre about it the other day and be honest and just tell him why i feel i i can't let go and what i feel is there and have him receive that and not be told that i'm just fucking dumb so it was a nice little change of pace anyway but i just have been thinking about that like it is difficult emotionally to believe something like that when everyone around you is telling you that you are wrong or you're crazy or whatever and I don't really I don't have a good defense right because it's all based on feelings and and what I want and like gut feeling and intuition and blah blah whatever you want to fucking call it right it's all just based on that and the feeling that I have that that was that that isn't our whole story so I can deal with the consequences of that regardless of however the situation plays out and these guys just don't have a say really so I just thought that was interesting maybe it's not I don't know maybe I'm just rambling my run of my mouth but uh and I had a feeling that this was going to be a shorter one and I'm not there's one more thing I want to go over here before we uh call it quits for this Sunday evening, even though this will get posted tomorrow, but the, uh, I've been having the thought and this episode is very feeling feelings based, but, uh, I've been having the thought that it might be time to put the podcast on hiatus for a little bit because it really is me forcing it right now and forcing myself to sit down and do episodes and forcing myself to do scripts and like the joy is kind of gone from it right it's kind of turned into this chore and I think I just need a little bit of a break from it and done to not have the pressure of like you have to get one up you have to post something and have you know so for now Anyway, I'm going to cap it. I'm going to say we're going to take probably three or four weeks off a month. And what day is it today? It is February 4th. So barring any like insane developments in my life, I would expect not to see the podcast update until March, maybe. Unless, you know, by doing this, I, I unlock some hitherto unheard of creativity that's been lurking inside of me and it gets me out of this rut. But 
I feel a lot of pressure to do the podcast and that's really taken the fun out of it for me anyway. So I'm going to remove the pressure by saying that the podcast is on hiatus for the next 30 days or whatever and we'll be back in March and not that this will affect anybody. My listener number is not huge at all. I'm going to get a question or two from Scotty IRL, I'm sure. But uh, for my own peace of mind and, you know, because I come home and it's the first thing I see besides my kitchen when I walk in my apartment is the this studio. And I just feel guilty that I'm not recording and I feel like I'm letting people down and I feel like I have to force myself to do the show. And that's not fun for me. And that was why it was always so easy to sit down without a script because it was just fun. It was just something I I got to do, not something I had to do. And somewhere along the line here in the last 10 or 12 episodes, I lost that. And it very much feels like a chore nowadays. So for now, we will say a temporary goodbye. And you know what? There is also an ulterior motive here. And y'all are going to think I'm crazy. And I don't give a fuck. But... Every single one of these stupid fucking TikToks that I see say that this person, whoever they are, is stalking your social media. And I have no way to tell who's looking at my Instagram, um, short of like who's who's watching my stories. Uh, I know who watches my Snapchat stories. I don't use Facebook. I don't use Twitter. The only way, and like TikTok, I see who views my profile and... I don't know. The only way someone would know what was going on in my life is if they listen to the podcast because I don't really post personal shit on Snapchat or Instagram, short of like memes and just joke shit. So I want to remove this avenue and see if that changes anything. I'm testing a hypothesis here. So, and that's very clinical and analytical, but just like I'm curious if removing the podcast from the equation and this direct line to where I'm at and what I'm feeling, what my life is like, um, if that changes anything. And if not, whatever, we'll be back in March. And I, you know, and everything I said before is also true, right? Like the podcast really just feels like a chore now. And I don't want it to feel like a chore. I want it to feel fun and I want to have fun doing it. So I just am taking a little break to recharge creatively and we'll be back in the saddle in March sometime. But, uh, I would say that is all I have in the tank. Now I want it to go over 30 minutes just a little bit because there is some shit I have to cut out of this one. Um, but yeah, as always, you mob, you know, thank you for coming along on the ride. And I know this this was kind of a nothing burger that ends with a big goodbye, but um, we will be back, rest assured. Um, and I don't know, maybe we can come back and, and a month from now and there'll be some development or we can do the show and have it not be all about April. But, uh, for now, everybody stay good. I hope you guys have a great February and all your little Valentine's day dreams come true. And I will catch you mob in March. Hooroo. 